0: Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenogio. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. I want to talk about today's majesty in its tiny simple cell. We have seen some of this majesty, you know. The 200 trillions uh, protein that are in this simple cell each cell contains power station producing the energy to be used by the cell i'm talking about cell one single cell okay we've talked about the trillion and trillion and trillion of particles that i need we talk about the information that i in need but i want to put some of these things together each one of these cells is a power producing cell have power stations that produce the energy to be used by the cell number two they have factories manufacturing the enzymes the hormones and the protein that are essential for life so number one energy (laughs) they have source of energy number two they have factories that manufacture enzymes and hormones and proteins that are essential for life number three each cell have a data bank where all the necessary information about all products to be produced is recorded obviously we've mentioned about that the genes the gene the genome and the dna so we have power station we have <laughs> factory production line in factories we have data banks number four they are in e-cell remember we're talking about e-cell now in e-cell they are complex transportation systems and pipeline for carrying raw material and product from one place to another obviously in the body itself there is also this transportation but we are talking at the moment of each cell okay complex transportation number five each cell contain advanced laboratories and refer- refineries for breaking down external raw materials into their usable parts <laughs> can you believe that so we have laboratory without we, we have refineries and finally each cell have specialized cell membrane protein to control they have border patrol each cell our specialized cell and brain protein to control the incoming and the outgoing of material in other words each cell is a is actually a testimony is actually billboard of order not disorderliness each cell actually have tremendous order I mean this Trillions and trillions and trillions of particles in there, in this tiny thing that we cannot see with our eyes. That actually takes specialized form of my microscope to see. There is tremendous order in each cell, and this constitutes only a small part of this incredible, complex system. Remember what I said. You can somebody can want to blindfold our eyes and bamboozle us. But when you begin to go to the level i mean even at the level of the, at the what we call macro level even at the level of what we can see and touch it is impossible but when we begin to go to the micro level we see how totally impossible this is the information technology level and the molecular biology level this is impossible and they know it and they know it the question is how did god fit the universe into its tiny simple self. God did that. Because he's God. If God is God, then He must be God. If God is God, He must have the power to do this. God did this. All these things I have mentioned. In, I am the reason why we are doing this is to say God did this. It's not Big Bang. It's not Darwinian evolution. God did this, God created them all because he is god god created it i'm going to read something out to you because i want to do it right so i have written it down the hypothesis of rogue science is simple god does not exist and god must not be allowed to exist i'll read that again the hypothesis of rogue science is simple god does not exist And it must not be allowed to exist. So, despite all the glaring evidences, they insist that there is no intelligent designer. Despite all these evidences that I've been presenting, despite all these evidences that put to bed this game of chance, they still insist that there is no intelligent designer. They will keep believing and teaching lies. Where they look for more complex lies, lies big enough to confuse the masses, lies big enough th- they can use to cover up their lies and their hypocrisy. That is it. That is it. Unless God grant them the grace, unless they humble themselves and submit to the grace of God, that is is the hypothesis that is their modus operandi i'll read that again the hypothesis of rogue science is simple god does not exist and it must not be allowed to exist so despite all the glaring evidences they will insist that there's no intelligent designer they will keep believing and taking lies while they look for more complex lies lies big enough to confuse the masses and lies big enough for them to use to cover up their lies and their hypocrisy But the truth is that you and i have no excuse because the information is out there okay yes there are so many wrong information out there but there are also right information yes a lot of these social media platforms try to suppress the truth because they are not honest because they want to they, they want to promote a certain type of um narration narratives okay there's a certain certain type of narrative that they want to promote but When you do your homework, when you do your research, you can still know the truth. We've talked about cell, but let's look at some organs in our body. Let's look at the finger of intelligent designer. So I'm going to look at just few, few organs in human body, and then we'll go to plant. We have our brain. In man is this three pound brain, which as far as we know is the most complex and orderly arrangement of matter in the universe talking about human brain okay the human brain alone is filled with billions of cells forming trillions and trillions of connections the brain capability of even the smallest insect are mind-boggling even before we come to man the brain capacity of the smallest insect is mind-boggling The tiny speck of a brain found in a little ant, butterfly, or bee, enabled them not only to see, smell, taste, and move, but even to fly with great precision. We're talking about the brain. Butterfly routinely navigate enormous distances. Bees and ants carry on complex social organization, building projects, and communications. Hallelujah. This miniature brain put our computer to shame in comparison. And somebody wants to tell me, that that came out of nothing and that that came out of chaos the game of chance has been put to bed but remember the hypothesis they will still keep pushing this why because God must not be allowed to exist that is it that is their modus operandi that is their hypothesis what about the eye the human eyes work with some 40 different parts functioning together (laughs) If just one of these is not present, the eye will serve no purpose. Each of these 40 parts have its own individual complex structures. For instance, the retina at the back of the eyes is made up of all sorts of strata. I'm not going to go into all that. Okay? Each of which have different functions. The theory of evolution is unable to account for the development of such a complex organ. I am fearfully and wonderfully made but this is what science wants us to believe just came out of nothing no it didn't let's look at the ear again remember I'm not taking we could we could talk about the heart we could talk about the, the lung we could talk about the liver we could talk about the kidney Wow what about the complex structure of the ears I mean look at all the cases of the ear the external the middle the inner here all the nouns and all the structure that are together to form this year is complex and again they want us to believe that this all just happened by chance no it did not happen by chance i'm going to put that up again for you to read new living translation thank you for making me so wonderfully complex your workmanship is marvelous How well I know it. God's Word Translation. I will give thanks to you because I have been so amazingly. Hallelujah. I will give thanks to you because I have been so amazingly and miraculously made. Your your works are miraculous. And my soul is fully aware of this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is God. What about plants? I've, I've jumped and talked about animals, and talked about human, and talked about and What about plants? The ability of plants to produce food from the sun, what we call photosynthesis, is one of the most important and complex biological processes known to scientists. Do you know if somebody can break through the secret of photosynthesis? The richest man on earth today will pale into. Consideration with this photosynthesis, the ability of plant to produce food from the sun. Very important to life, <laughs> very complex process that is known to scientists. Yet we really notice the true wonder of the plant. And we are told that this must come out of Big Bang. This must come out of Darwinian evolution. <laughs> photosynthesis is a basic condition. complex life modern technology has not yet been able to reveal all of its details yet alone reproduce it god created this god created this and you know what he created it for you he created this for me we are a creation of love we are creation of love god took time god invested love God invested time into our creation. And we can sit down here and talk about this complex machine called photosynthesis. Every plant that we just pull off anyhow like that. This is the complexity of what goes on here. We're talking about the true wonder of plant. And I'm saying God, your God, if you're saved, created it. Although plants use the same basic machinery to convert sunlight into food. No two plants are the same. Do you understand that, is that when you take those fruits, those mango fruits and those orange fruits and those guava fruits, do you understand that the plants use the same basic process of converting sunlight into food? And yet, they produce different forms of fruits. God did that. That did not come out of chaos. That did not come out of accident. Can you imagine the unimaginable variety and abundance of fruits that we have today? And all those fruits came out of essentially the same basic process of that plant converting sunlight into food. But they produce different type of fruits. God did that. God is the one that taught of all this flavor. God is the one that gave us all these you know, alternatives. All this different flavor, all this different color, all these different plants. God didn't have to do that. We didn't God didn't have to give us taste buds. Just eat everything. <laughs> but God gave us taste buds so that we can appreciate the flavor of food. God gave us eyes so that we can appreciate the beauty. The sunrise and the sun said, God put loving thought into our creation. He did this because he loves us. He did this because he loves to bless us. This is the God that we are talking about today. When we begin to read and we begin to see God created plants, God created animals, animals in the sea, animals land, animals in the air. And then we saw as we go down Genesis chapter 1. Let's read that and then we'll begin to round up today. And then we came to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and something happened. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air." and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So, just like what God have done in creating the universe, just like what God did in creating plants, in creating animals in the sea, on land, and on air, verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female, created is them and God blessed them and God blessed them remember what we said God did this because he loves us and God did this because God wants to bless us hallelujah but let's still read Genesis chapter 2 Genesis chapter 2 and we read from verse 7 Genesis chapter 2 we read from verse 7 and the lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nursery the breath of life and man became a living soul and the lord planted a garden eastward in eden and there he put the man whom he had formed verse 21 and the lord god caused a deep sleep to fall upon adam and he slept And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh thereof instead. And the rib which the Lord God has taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. And they shall be one flesh, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Wow, wow. What we've seen here is the creation of human, that human were created in a class of their own. Man was created in a special way, bearing the stamp of God upon him, which the animal did not bear. Man. Was the crown jewel of God's creation? God created plant. I know I've said it. I've said it again. God created the plant and the animal. The animal in the sea. The animal on land and the animal in the air. And then God created man. There was no confusion. There was no confusion at all. God created man first. God created man. Number two, man's creation was distinct. Man's creation was distinct even among living things. Remember when we went to Psalm 139, verse 14, I was fearfully and wonderfully. That word wonderfully says distinct. It's separate. It's honorable. It's distinct. God created man. God created human. God created men and women. God created it. Man's creation was distinct even among the living things. There was no confusion. It was not... Darwinian evolution. God created man. God created woman. God created us. And man is God's crown jewel. Let's go back. Let's read it again. I know. I know. But let's read it again. Psalm 139. Let's read again. Psalm 139 verse 14. I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvellous are thy works. And that my soul know it right well thank you for making me so wonderfully complex your workmanship is marvelous how well I know it I will give thanks to you because I have been so amazingly and miraculously made your works are miraculous and my soul is fully aware of this remember what we said that what wonderful there means to be distinct to be marked out to be distinguished to be separated to be wonderful even among living things man and his creation was distinct now I'm going to round up here today and we're going to pick it up now we have moved focusing on man and when we read Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2 it revealed that the creation of man differed markedly from that of all other life on earth and we are going to see the effort the focus the love that God put into the creation of man We saw that everything he created were good. Even when he created the non-living things, the material world, they were good. And we said we are going to come back and look at that world, that everything God created is good. But we begin to see the love of God, the care of God, the attention that God put into the creation of man. And when we look at Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2, we see that even among the living things, the creation of human differ markedly from all of other life on earth and we're going to see ways in which that differ and in doing this we begin to see what john said for god so loved the world god created this man this woman god created this human because god loves them something went wrong with them we're going to come back to that but god came after them because god loves them god invested in them God cares for them. Hallelujah. God cares for you. And that is why even when we speak in His face, even when we ignore Him and went away from Him, He came after us. He cannot force us. But love love doesn't force people. But He has made a provision, a loving provision. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. Because the truth is that Every human in us is on his way to perish. But God doesn't want you to perish. He loves you. He still loves you. We are precious to him. He doesn't want you to perish in hell. You are precious to him, and that is why in his love is provided a way out. But you and I have to receive it. Today, you can accept Jesus' gift, believe him, receive him as your Lord and Savior, and follow him. And he will come in, he will turn you around. You will become. A child of God you become a member of his family a citizen of his kingdom and in eternity you will spend eternity with him in new heaven and new earth with God with Jesus Christ it's not a matter of whether you will spend eternity listen to me at death you don't disappear annihilation is a lie you are not a body you are a spirit you have a soul and we are going to see that you don't disappear energy is never lost just changes form (laughs) you don't disappear but God wants you to spend eternity with him and that is the only way you can escape the ultimate destination of humanity which is hell but you don't have to please you don't have to go there the love of God is here to help and if you are born again this is your God this is your God it's a God of love it's a God of power it's a God of passion it's a God that cares for you Even though you are passing through challenges, understand that God is passing through that with you. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube, Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.